You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 55, Dryer Vents. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, Neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. On today's episode, we are talking about dryer vents. Steve, I don't think people think about their dryer vents. Probably not. Um, For the most part, when you move in, you go through the painful task of attaching it and using curse words you probably didn't know were in your vocabulary. (laughs) And then you forget about it. And then maybe until you get a new dryer and then you go through the same process again. But after that, you just, nobody thinks about them. So why are dryer vents important to think about when it comes to mold? So the the dryer vents have, for the most part, a specific purpose, and that's to get the humidity and the hot air outside. Um, it's not supposed to be getting lint out. You shouldn't, if there's a bunch of lint uh, built up in your dryer vents, there's a, you have an issue with the, the filter in your dryer itself. Um which, which brings up something that's kind of interesting, and it's funny because I don't know where, it's it, where it is. I've probably thrown it away, but you can buy an actual brush for inside your dryer. You pull that little canister thingy out that everybody hates to do to clean it, and there, there's like this bristle brush, like a snake, but a brush. Mm-hmm. That you can run through the vent in your dryer, if that makes sense, yeah. and to get any, any blockage in there, but you shouldn't. My point is, is the that cartridge you pull that pull out should be catching all the lint. So there shouldn't be lint in your dryer vent. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So yeah. and that's the the whole point is is when it correlates with mold is is we want the humidity to be taken outside. Same same concept as a dryer or a a vent in your uh, bathroom. Okay. Okay. So we want humidity out. Exactly. Okay. And how so termination points? What are they, and how do they relate to this? So 
one of the most common things that that I see doing mold inspections is either it terminates just in the crawl space because that's easy. Or, um, so you're just, saying the dryer vent hooks and ends in yes, the crawl space? Yep, that's a just, termination point. Okay. Yep. They just say put a put a 90 on it at the floor. They hook the vent on that our listeners are used to, and then that 90 goes into the crawl space, and then it just that's where it terminates. Okay. And most people don't even go in their crawl spaces, so they have no clue. They're just taking the humidity from the laundry room and putting it in their crawl space, which, once again, is going to cause a mold concern down there. So we want the termination point to be outside. When you say termination point, if it terminates in the crawl space, does that mean the end of the vent, which is open, is just open in the crawl space? Does that mean that mice can get in through the vents? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's not good. No, it probably wouldn't smell very good either if you turned your dryer on and there was a dead mouse in there but yeah so that could happen if you if it if you're so you don't want your dryer vent terminating in the crawl space no and and speaking of dryer vents let's touch on since you brought that up the material you should use you should use so from your dryer to when i say the wall or the floor that's what most of our listeners know about Mm -hmm. right that's going to be that flex duct yeah that's you know it's a short run it's not very long at Mm -hmm. all but once you get that into the wall cavity or down into the crawl space, it should be the solid four-inch ductwork. Okay. It shouldn't be that flex duct because that flex duct's just cheap. The mice can eat through it and wow. all that. So, and one thing to keep in mind too with a dryer vent is you want to you don't want to run it. Let's say into the wall and then up and then put a 90 on it and run it across the flooring and then take it outside. You want the shortest distance to the outside. And the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. Exactly. So but you can't really, you have to put nineties in it, obviously, exactly. but, it, but let's just say, you know, you're building a new home and your laundry rooms on an exterior wall or yeah, sorry. That's how I wanted to say it. your laundry rooms on an exterior wall. Make sure you put your dryer on that exterior wall. So looking at this wall right here, It just goes right outside. Yeah. You're more or less not even a foot away from the termination point. That's perfect if if you can have that situation. And and hearing you say that, most people, when they're building a home, they don't think about these kinds of things. Is that something that you're going to be speaking to in your upcoming book on building a mold-resistant home? Like factoring in where you're putting the dryer. Um, Just the, so y'all know, I, I wrote the first three books in a short amount. Not short, but I did three books in what a year and a half. Yeah, year? very short amount of time. And this one I've been working on for I don't know too oh, long. So, so yeah, I need to get it done. Um, it's just we've been trying to do other things. We've had you many know. other Udemy yeah, has been a major started project. Started creating Udemy courses. So there will be a YouTube channel coming up later yep. in the year. So we've been doing a lot. Yeah. So yeah, this this book that should be coming out. And we talked about in the last podcast, I'm not going to give a date. So my projection is, is hopefully everything's um, post-edited and it's it's in hardback copy by hopefully August 1st. 
Well, Audible, though, we're having issues with Audible. So Well, and just to keep in mind, one of the best things you can do as Steve writes new books and publishes them to Amazon is if you go to Amazon.com, you look up Steve Worsley, you'll see his author profile. Click follow on his author profile because then every time he publishes a new book, you'll automatically get updated. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, your author profile. If they follow you as your as the author profile, they follow your author profile, they awesome. will get automatic updates on everything. Yeah, yeah hopefully... So, yeah. And get that taken care of soon. So yes, but are you covering that in the book as well? Yes, I'm yep. We okay. talk about that because that book is, is building a mold resistant home, and yes, we do cover dryer vents in that because once again, it, it it people look at it in this manner like it's just a dryer vent; it can't be causing issues. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how many times you know. And I'm sure I've posted pictures. I know I have either in in the Udemy courses or in on our Facebook posts of a picture of where a dryer vent just terminates right in the attic and doesn't go outside. And then there's a, you know, I'd say 30, 40 square foot area that's all all moldy. So yeah. it'll cause a mold concern. So, yeah, we cover that in the book. And, you know, it, it's just, like I said, it's something people just, it's kind of like the exhaust fans in the bathrooms. Nobody pays attention to it until there's a major issue. Exactly. And so focusing on the idea of, making sure that you're being proactive with dryer vents, what can people do to just make sure that their dryer vents have the least likelihood of having issues? So the the best way that you could, you know, we, we've talked about tools and, uh, you know, as a mold inspector, I have what's called an anometer. And what it is, is it's similar to the things you see those guys that are something I'd never do standing out there in a hurricane and they're holding this thing in their hand. Oh, yeah. It's got a little fan on it. Yeah. So we use that, and it it, it checks um, the CFM. So that's the flow rate. Um, it also gives us a humidity and a temperature. And what does CFM stand for? Continuous flow. I don't know. I'm guessing. Cubic feet. <laughs> See, that was a good guess, though. <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny, though, is when you ask me that stuff, sometimes I have to think about it because I just never, like, I never think about it that way. Yeah. Like, what HEPA Because people means. are going to want to Google it, so, you know. You know, I mean... And it's funny, because I'm sure, do you know what HEPA is an acronym for? No, no. Many of our listeners probably don't. Exactly. But it's high efficiency particulate error. Well, that's good. So, it, it's just funny, though. I, I don't really, I don't always remember what those mean. So, what it does, and we, the reason I was bringing that up is, is we test, like an exhaust fan in a bathroom, mm -hmm. we test what the suction is. You can do the same thing on a dryer vent. It's just the opposite. It's just, it's pushing the, the air out, not sucking it in. But you can put that on there and make sure that it's working. Well, I'm, I'm assuming that our listeners probably don't have that tool. But you can go out there with your hand and tell. Exactly. And honestly, when you go out there, I probably shouldn't tell these guys this because it could really hurt. But you should put your hand kind of up in there um, Make sure there's no lamp built up. But the reason I said it could hurt people, there's usually a flapper on there. So if you put your hand up there and your hand gets caught up in that flapper, it probably hurt. Yeah. But so that's a good thing to make sure, too, is there's a flapper on there. That's you know why? flapper. Why? So that the air doesn't blow back in. Okay. That makes from sense. From the outside. That makes sense. Like, once in a while, you'll hear, so we have septic system here. Mm -hmm. When it gets really windy, it's it's crazy. I've... I've had numerous septic systems, so I'm used to it. People that aren't, it gets really windy, and then you go into the bathroom, and the water in the toilet's moving. Exactly. It's kind of Fair. a weird phenomenon. Or uh, let's say you have a direct vent with your your hood and your above your oven. 
Mm-hmm. And when the wind blows hard, that you can hear that stupid flapper hitting. Yeah. Sometimes, depending on how it's designed, exhaust uh, ports where they terminate on top of a roof, it'll do the same thing because you'll hear that flapper just hitting. Yeah. But if you don't have that flapper, it's blow. You know, in the winter time, it's blowing cold air right back into the house. So, so that's how they can tell. Go put your hand under it while it's blowing and make sure. Yes, and do that at your own risk. By the way. Yeah. Yeah, don't get your hand caught and wrist caught in that little flapper. Exactly. Exactly. So what are the best materials for dryer vents? So like we said earlier, you don't want the plastic flex stuff. Okay. Does anybody ever have the plastic flex stuff for oh, yeah. the actual vent? of the, like, Oh, yeah. Inside? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'd put money on it. I already know the answer to this one because I've been in our crawl space, but it, we have. That's what we have. Oh, that's terrible. So... I mean, <laughs> wow, okay. but yeah, it's, it's very common. Um, you know, nowadays, depending on your municipality, if you have code inspections, they're, they're getting stricter with that, but still, yeah, many people still use that plastic and that plastic, as you can imagine, because of the heat over time becomes kind of brittle mm-hmm. and then it just breaks and it's, instead of blowing the air outside, it's blowing it into your crawl space. So you can have two different types of flex duct. You can have the plastic or the metal. So obviously metal's better than the plastic, yeah. but we want the solid stuff. Okay. And the reason behind that is you don't have any ridges or anything that the lint can get hung up on. Okay, that makes sense. So, But once again, if your dryer's operating properly, there should be no lint leaving the dryer itself. And if there is, you got issues. So really that w- what you're saying to everybody who's listening is, A, you want a dryer vent that terminates outside the house. Yep. And B, you want a dryer vent that's made of metal. Correct. And so one thing that people don't think about um, is cleaning. Did you know you have to have your dryer vents cleaned? No. It's crazy because most people don't know that. So it's very common. I'm sure you'll see, um, you know, you probably see ads on Facebook or, or know somebody that offers that service. But you should have them cleaned. Once again, um, if everything's done properly, you never should have to have it cleaned. But... Once you bring that cleaner in the first time, let's say you're in a home that's two years old and that guy comes in or gal, they clean it out and they blew out a bunch of crap in there. Well, that tells you a couple things. One, going back to the dryer itself, there's something defective because there shouldn't be lint in there. Mm-hmm. And two, if, if it's not blowing out properly, it could be the material you're using. So I'm not sure. I, I'd have to look it up, but... I know for sure that house fires, dryer vents, is like in the top three. Wow. Is what causes it. Wow. Because you have all that lint in there. Yeah. And that's so valuable, flammable. Yeah. I mean, just think about, well, not everybody's probably crazy as me, but you can take some some lint and throw it in the fire pit and it'll burn pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Wow. So that's why you need to have them cleaned. Okay. So having them cleaned. Do you have any other calls to action for people when they're considering what to do about dryer vents? Well, like I said, we've created Udemy courses. We do phone consultations, writing books. Um, even though I'm dragging my feet on the last one, I still have three others out there. Make sure you're using the the proper materials, make sure you know that it's working right. Do not, this is something we didn't touch on. Back in the old days, when I say old days, there's still people that do it. Some people don't even run their dryer vents to the exterior. They have this stupid little box that they put on there. 
because they think because it's it's hot air they they think they can utilize that as is heat for their home oh. don't do that because it'll make it really humid wherever it's at That's crazy. okay so yeah check out our courses on udemy yes book a consult read some books do whatever. Sign up for the email list. And for sure, be sure that you uh, follow Steve on Udemy, uh, our Facebook group, Facebook page, actually. And um, be sure to be on the lookout for the next book that's coming up soon. soon. Hopefully. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll catch you in the next episode. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.